Greetings, greetings, your boy Coop Days from the Coop's World Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a very special guest today. I consider him a legend, Shade 45, Rude Jude. But yeah, bro. I'm over here. I'm out in, uh, in Michigan freezing my ass off. Good to be here. It's <laughs> glad. We glad to have you over here, man. Um, in this podcast, we just like to talk about you know, a little bit of everything, a little bit of life, a little bit of entertainment. And uh, I just want to get your input, man, on on what it's like and how hard it is to get into the radio industry. Radio industry is weird. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people go to school for it, and I think that's the wrong thing to do because you accumulate debt, and then you start off at the bottom. You're better off just going to a radio station and volunteering to do shit, working for free, kind of getting your foot in there, looking around, see what needs to be done. A lot of people start off like as shit, like 90s style shit, doing like street team shit, you know, going around, putting up posters, that, that type of stuff. And then maybe they let you talk on the mic every now and again. And uh, if you're interesting, you can become part of a show and then that's kind of how that's how i would tell people to get into the radio industry but nowadays you don't even need that you you are your own radio industry you got the podcast shit going now i don't know how to blow up a podcast if i did i'd go off on my own and do a fucking podcast you know but uh um that's that's just the DIY do-it-yourself model where you just put together shows and have people listen to them bitches. It's interesting, interesting, man. I come from like I guess the last of the last era as it goes. Um, you know, I was born in the '80s, so I kind of okay. got to see both sides of things as well. And I'm fairly new, you know, to this. I'm actually an artist, a producer. You know, I do a couple, a little bit of everything, but. I just find it interesting, you know, the transition of, you know, radio and podcasting, popularity of it now. To me, it feel like COVID is like crazy right now. So it's messing up a lot of things. So I guess that's why podcasting is spiking the way it is. Like the, the you know, how it's going up in the ratings and whatnot. A lot of people home, a lot of people trying to figure out how to, you know, make income. So Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's a combination of, People trying to make income and people being bored at the house. Yeah. Now, everyone's always like, if we just give everybody enough money to live, they'll follow their dream. It's like, no, they'll just sit around and watch fucking Netflix or listen to podcasts. <laughs> like, we, we've showed that. Like, we just fucking... <laughs> it's fake, bro. Going back to I mean, the 90s. I... Yeah. Oh, Go ahead, go ahead. I mean to cut you off. I was just saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm no better. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm sitting there like, yeah, I wrote a book, but I also watched a ton of fucking television these last couple of years, man. When I probably could have been learning a new language or some shit. You know, just like. <laughs> That's thanks, man. So with with your experience, like, um, I happen to know a little bit of your background with the radio. Like, I'm a fan yeah. of what you do. Um. Jenny Jones, my mom was a fan of that back in the day. <laughs> Tell me about that experience, man. For the youngsters out there, um, 
Jenny Jones was a daytime talk show that was syndicated, so it ran different times all over the country. And some in some markets, it run multiple times a day. Uh, other markets, it run once a day. And um, they had different shows, just like Too Fat to Wear That, fucking <laughs> I used to Now I'm Pretty, Makeover Shows, stuff like that. And I, I went on there as a guest, as a bully. I was a bully. Um, Hilarious, the by crazy, the way. The crazy shit was was it was made up. My homegirl, I had two. I had two homegirls that sent in before and after pictures, and only one got picked. And um, she didn't want to go by herself. And I was like, just say I made fun of you. I just got off pro, uh, probation. I ain't been able, I ain't left the state in like five years. And I was just like, Let me, I'll go with you. Like, I want to go to Chicago. So I went there and like, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> super nervous. Like, cause me and her don't even have beef, but I was just like, I was like super nervous. Right. Out there, the producers are in my ear hyping me up. She said this, she said that. It's like, no, damn well, she didn't say none of that shit because we're over here conspiring together. Um, yeah, the producers, the producers of those shows are slimy as hell. Um, yeah, she she said this, that, and the third. And you're going out there first, you better tear it down. I went out there, uh. The girl was a sister. I'm fucking white, so like, <laughs> they, it was just extra venom coming from the audience. They really, they really was gunning for me, and I just, it was like me versus the audience until the audience kind of got on my side. They were like, "Damn, this motherfucker's a nut." And True story. Once the audience, once the audience stopped fucking fucking with me, the producers started sending the other guests out to clown on me so i it was just me versus the whole show and uh i didn't think shit about it because they tape ahead of time and then they'll air it like a month or two later and then once it aired it just blew up and i got to come back and back and i saw that as like this little opportunity and i wasn't gonna let it go and i just fucking clawed my way in and been grinding at it had my ups and downs ever since, you know. So as Kevin Gates would say, man, you got it out the mud, as they say now, man. Oh yeah, yeah, straight out, straight out the earth, dog, for real, out the soil. Dope story, man. And I, um, I'm not gonna sit here and fake, you know. I definitely have to. I noticed you got books, man. I, I definitely got to tap into that and read more into your life story, but. Seemed like a humble dude, man. Wildlife, party life type deal. I was a little wild, you know, believe it or not. In my younger days as well, I settled down a little bit. But um, we all have to go through that, you know, trial and tribulation to, to grow as a person, an entity, a being, you know, all of that in life. So I just want to commend you for making the impact that you, you have on people now and giving people like me as well the chance to um make a way to break through. Yeah, I mean, it's... Nope. This is purely selfish on my part. I'm trying to sell the books. And it was I just it was it was it, it was a two-pronged thing. It was just like I'm like, I'm not getting much respect as a fucking shock jock DJ, you know, like 
No, we got we're like throwing fucking zucchinis up porn stars vaginas <laughs> and shit. Like, so like I realize how I'm viewed as like some fucking some uh, wannabe shock jock fucking in, in hip hop. So I was like, I need to, I need to change, I need to. I need to change that 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 sentence. I gotta I gotta I gotta change that shit. If you don't like what they're saying about you, change it. So I fucking <clears throat> I I wrote the book, and then mm-hmm. what I realized was once I dropped the book, like nobody was writing books for for my audience, and my audience wasn't reading books. You know what I mean? It was like a double, like they were like it was like why write books for these motherfuckers that they're not reading and they're not reading because no one's writing books for them. Right. But I noticed, I noticed that once I wrote my book, cats, they responded, you know, excuse me. People, People responded. So I really, it really like made an impact on me. And, uh, after every book, I'm like, that's my last book, man. I'm not writing another one. That's my last book. I'm not writing another one. So I wrote Hyena first, and that really popped. It got signed by HBO and then a bunch of politics nice. and shit. Oh, yeah, it was cool. It was a good co-sign, and I was able to help help me put down on my mom's house. Um, that's a blessing. Oh, that's a blessing. Uh, just, uh, I just got caught up in bad timing, like just bad timing and weird politics. Um, kind of hindered me along the way but you can't control you can't control what's going on around you outside like you just gotta maneuver the best you can with what's going on so that's what I did I just kept I just kept doing uh doing the all-out show doing me and then I came out here and I was like fuck it I'll write another book while while everybody was shut down for COVID it was just like I was I was going nuts. I was raging and shit, and I was like, "Man, just just write." You got all this fucking energy. I was like pent up energy, so just knock that shit out. And that's how I that's that's what Finn is. It's like my teenage years, and uh, also fucking uh, the COVID lock lockdowns and all of that shit. Word. That's what's up, man. And sex and drugs. <laughs> I would want to suggest, bro, like, for real, for real, your life is so interesting, man. Like, books, great. That's a good um, introduction. I think you should do put, like, a short film together on your life, bro. Like, I mean, like, to actually visually see how you live, that would be bananas, bro. It's not that crazy. It's just, there's just little crazy parts. Like, I fucking, I went to bed at midnight last night. You know what I mean? But uh, then other other days I'll fucking fuck around and, like, I don't know. <laughs> last week I got a rub and tug and some red beans and rice afterwards. <laughs> and fucking... <laughs> Let's see what we covered. We got uh, got the early humble beginnings. Um, there was once a Wendy Williams. 
Uh, I think she shouted me out once, which was cool. It's always cool to, uh, you never know who's listening to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess Wendy was listening to me and she shouted me out. So that was, that's, I, when I do the show, I pretend like no one's listening. Right. So I can just talk shit, like just be free. I'm not cool with anybody that's in, like, I'm not cool with many rappers or anything like that. Um, I do that on purpose just so I can, when you listen to some people talk, they're not, they're not being genuine with their answers because, uh, they have relationships with these people that they're being asked about. Right. I, I don't have relationships. I don't have, I have no feeling. I don't have negative feelings for them either. I just say what, say what I feel about certain things. That's kind of like what we pride ourselves on. Well, yeah. I pride myself on on this podcast. Uh, a lot of people ask me, man, like you do music, you rap, like what, like what did you do? Did you just wake up one day? I'm like, that's exactly what I did. I felt like I had a lot to say and a lot of relatable topics. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to just press record, no paper, and uh, go with it. I feel like that style of, you know, radio podcasting is kind of like why I look up to what you do. Because it's, it's unscripted, it's real, and, you know, you hate it or love it. Keep it moving. Yeah. It was um basically after Jenny Jones, I moved to Los Angeles to do acting. So oh. once, once again, like, the timing was weird because I got there a couple months before 9-11. Mm. And cats don't understand, like, before 9-11, it was pretty, like, the comedy was pretty savage. Like, cats was, yes. cats was fucking going hard. Like, it was, it was going, it was, it was going in a good place. I liked it. Um, cause I, I was doing that type of comedy and it was just, it was just mm-hmm. fucking bare knuckle boxing. And then 9-11 happened. I had all these meetings lined up and shit like that. And, uh, I took them and they were like, we, yeah, we're, the United States was a little beat up and hurt, so like they couldn't deal with fucking harsh humor. And yeah. <laughs> I end up washing dishes out there. I end up like washing dishes, riding the bus. Damn. I, up, I, I was doing it, you know, on unemployment, you know, getting unemployment and shit. Like, yeah, it was, it was I had a fucking tooth rotting out of my mouth. My whole mm-hmm. boy. My homeboy uh, was cool with Eminem's people, and he was complaining that he couldn't get his guy on Shade 45 because of uh, conflicting interests. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, shit, get me on there. I'll throw you some money. And right. He, he, basically, <clears throat> he basically gave me Paul Rosenberg's email. I gave him a list of ideas for bits and shit, and then... Uh, they they flew me out to New York, tried me out. M, M used to watch uh, Jenny Jones, so he knew who I was. Wow. Yeah, it was fucking cool. So um, they're like, we're gonna we're gonna throw you to the dogs and see how you can do this shit. And the dogs were a bunch of Italian um, character actors, like Big Pussy from The Sopranos and <laughs> such. So. I'm like, they throw me in there with big pussy and all them. And I'm like, I'm looking at them like, 
I am a dog. Like, you throwing me to the dogs. I am a dog. Like, this is Sunday dinner at my nonny's <laughs> house. Like, I'm, I'm half Italian. This ain't shit. So I went in there, crushed it, got the job. Within a week, I, I had moved to, from L.A. to New York and started my radio career. And, and just was learned on the job. That is the craziest transition, man. Yeah. Like I, I tell folks, like you, just when the light seems dim, bro, it's like when everything is falling and you at your worst. I have my moments. Um, it's just something great that's brewing. So I, I try to tell people to remain positive and and don't lose hope in what it is you're doing, and that's why I commend the story that you have. Like. The, 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 you got two key words in there. It's like remain positive and then doing. Yeah. You can't be sitting and waiting for some shit to happen. You got to be out. You got to be doing the shit. You got to be grinding constantly, like always fucking grinding. Like nobody's gonna see it. Like I, I, it's hard to explain to family members. Number one, because they look at you as an investment. They made you. You're not physically doing a regular nine to five that they know. So it's kind of an unorthodox kind of chase. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as radio and podcasting go and musicians. And nobody outside of that hustle really sees what it takes the nights you don't sleep, the conference calls, you know, trying to connect the dots. Yeah. Just wild. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole show behind the show. So it's just like, uh, and all people see is what they're listening to right now or all they hear is what they're listening to right now they don't understand like you trying to walk me through how to download a fucking app and shit like that <laughs> just to be able to talk to you and I still can't download that fucking app so there it is uh... <laughs> it, it's difficult you know it's difficult like like I said I'm, I ain't gonna toot my own horn I'm brand new with this but the feedback has been great within the less than a month that I've had it up. That's awesome. So I feel like, you know, cool. I'm going to roll with this. Yeah, I do music, but maybe, you know, this is one way in. You, you never know. Like, I, I got merch. I got music. You know, by the way, I'd be more than happy to send you something if you like something, sir. Shirt yeah, or something. Sir. Um, yeah, I'll take something, a shirt, something small. I'm, I'm actually trying to, like, get rid of shit. I got fucking... I can't. I was going to get dressed to talk to you, and like I couldn't shut my drawer. And I was like, "Man, how much shit do you need, bro? Like, all you do is get buy shit." I'm looking at a bunch of shoes right now. Jesus, I know. Well, let us know in the coops world, man. We ain't too proud. <laughs> TLC. <laughs> I don't think you like my shit. I'm, I'm just like an old man. You're gonna oh, go out man. there and wear them Cosby sweaters. They're gonna be like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the weeks. What the f is that, bro? That's funny. So, um, I'm. I guess what I should say now is there anything new in the works, like innovation, like you you you're leaning towards, or is it more like in the shadows, like you see what you see? Um. Well, next for next up for me is rehab. I got to go to fucking rehab, and then once I get out of that shit, uh, who the fuck knows. <laughs> that's my like I gotta knock that shit out amen amen we all have our trials you know like I used to um I used to drink a little bit you know what yeah. I mean but yeah. 
over the time I slowed down. I'm I'm bougie now, boy. I put that pinky out and sip that wine. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, yeah. I uh I had a prob I had problems with insomnia and <clears throat> turned turned to benzos, which was uh, oh. which was bad. So um I just like I've I've had problems with substances throughout right. throughout my lifetime and just been able to handle it at the at the house, but this one I think is gonna take some medical help to so I so I can sleep and like yeah I can stop doing it but like if I if I I go four days in a row without sleeping like that's not gonna be good. Nah I feel you. I I actually suffer. It's crazy that you um you bring that up because I had this conversation with a friend. And before I go into it any further, it's a non judgment area. So we don't judge here. I don't play that. But um I have a lot of issues sleeping too. And my friends, you know, some of my friends know names always say, man, you can take the tablets. I try to stay away from it because of the reason, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to, to get the help, but once it pulls you in, it's kind of hard to shake, man. So I just kind of try to do my best to, you know, make do with it. Yeah, uh, that's probably, that's probably the best way to do it and then try to find natural ways uh, I did it. I did it the wrong way, but uh, and I get to go fucking go away for that shit. So <laughs> not go away, man. You you getting blessed? That's what it is, God. <laughs> you know? But I I can recommend something to you, Mister Jew. You give a lot of advice on the radio too. Um, I have a little spiritual advisor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you would like, I can send you the link. It's a YouTube channel. They do things for cleansing negative energy. Uh, things right. to follow you, things to help you sleep, all of that, and it actually works. All like right. it's really soothing. I'd be more than happy to send that to you. Yeah, send me the link. I'll check it out. Yes, sir. I tried Zambars. I might as well try the light. You know what I mean? What the <laughs> fuck? A whole life. If Savage oh. had a face, it'll be Jude. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you having me on, man. Yes, sir. Um, I guess before we wrap this up, I mentioned once before, shout out to my boy Ghost. He's a huge fan of uh, Ru Jude. Yeah. I'd just like to see if you can give that man a shout out, man. He's a diehard fan to you. Shout out to you. What's his name again? Ghost. He go by Ghost. Oh, Ghost. Shout out to you, Ghost. Yes, sir. All right, All right Ghost. Also, let me, uh, the books, Hyena, Hummingbird, and the new one is Finn. You can read them in any order, and uh, they're quick reads, but they 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 pack a lot in every sentence. Every sentence says a lot. Amen. There it is. To tap in, so y'all heard it from the horse's mouth, y'all. Let them know your um your social media for the new listeners. You know what I'm saying? That way they can tap in and get you oh, yeah. information for your book. It's a uh, one more Jude. At one more Jude on Instagram. And then, like, once again, just go to Amazon, type in Jude Hyena, Jude Finn, Jude Hummingbird, grab them tits up. Plus, you just look good having a book on your coffee table or some shit like that for when females come through. Hey, um, man. <laughs> honestly, you're like, oh, you, you got a reader. Look at that. <laughs> 
definitely gotta love this guy's sense of humor, y'all, man. It's definitely a pleasure, and uh, we we still watch and or listen to what you're doing and uh, right. keep inspiring, bro. And you you a voice. I'm gonna end this with a little prayer thing. I ain't trying to be super religious, but it's fine, bro. You are definitely a voice. You're a vessel. I'm telling you that because I'm an empath. And God has put you through certain things, brother, for you to overcome, to inspire, and to learn and grow from it. So nothing you've done in your life is shameful. Everything that happened to you was supposed to happen because your life was already pre-written. So I just wanted to let you know, you know, your, your past doesn't define who you are. You're a great person. And you, you're inspiring, so keep doing what you're doing, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. That was a nice blessing. You're well. Thanks for having me on, and best of luck uh, to you and to the podcast. Thank you. This is the Coops World Podcast with one rude Jew. Y'all over and out. Peace. All right. Uh, that was easy. Thanks, man. <laughs>